Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the show? Opportunity. Everybody get down! A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. What's up, everybody, and welcome to The Early Edge. I've got a smile on my face because... I always try to have a smile on my face and maybe uh, say hi to a stranger, say thank you, and just be positive in general. Uh, and I got to be honest, I'm really positive about the fact that golf is back. We're going to have golf betting on this show. The Early Wedge is coming back. I know a lot of you have been asking. The Early Wedge is coming back in just a few weeks, so stay tuned for that. But meanwhile, on Sportsline, on The Early Edge, we're going to have golf picks throughout the tournament. That means golf picks tomorrow as well. Speaking of picks... It was not a great day for us yesterday. A couple of really bad circumstances. I'll tell you with my pick, Providence, uh, the best player on Providence got injured with 15 minutes left in the game. That's Bryce Hopkins. It looks like a pretty bad knee injury. I'm hoping he's back this season, but it didn't look great. Uh, So that was part of the reason we lost that one, but certainly no excuses here. It was just a bad day yesterday. We've had um, some really good recap screens, though, so have no fear. We will rebound. Likely today we'll rebound. And speaking of, and speaking of rebounds, because uh, we're going to talk some NBA, too. Let's bring in the stars of the show. We've got a full cast here on a Thursday to talk golf, to talk basketball, to talk football, proppy, maestro, buckets, and Mike McClure are here. Uh, we've got a ton of people in the chat. I'm sure all of you, I'm sure all of you have already hit the like button, not just because you love us and you love this show, but because you're excited that golf is back, too. Chris, I see you. I see you, Rick, Mark. Michael Klein, uh, Big Cheesy's in here. I see a lot of people lamenting that the Providence loss again. Bryce Hopkins going out with 15 minutes left in the game. That one hurt. Let's talk about some golf. So golf hasn't started yet because it's off in Hawaii. So we've got a couple marquee matchups to talk about. We're going to talk about the two big games in the NBA. But let's lead off with golf. For those of you that don't know, it doesn't start until 12.30, 12.45. So we have plenty of time. Let's bring up the first round leaderboard at BetMGM, though, because this might be hard for you to see. I'll tell you the the odds that I'm going to be picking out here. I've got Xander Shoffley, Tom Kim, and Cameron Davis as first round leaders. I think we're looking at plus 2,000, plus 2,800, and plus 5,000 from the three of these guys. And Mike, I want to kick it to you here because, you know, I don't know that you're huge in the first round leader market. A lot of people tend to avoid these bets, they're almost they they kind of feel like first touchdown bets to some degree, a little gimmicky. But for whatever reason, I happen to hit these a lot. We just sprinkle a little bit on these. It's not one of those where you put a full unit or a half a unit or even a quarter of a unit necessarily. These are just kind of fun bets that we happen to hit every so often. Any of the three golfers that I mentioned, do you like from a maybe a matchup standpoint or a tournament standpoint or even in the first round leader market? 
Yeah, there's a few that I like seeing. I'll say it's always interesting when you get to like a, a what we'll call it first tournament like this, uh, coming off a little bit of an off season for a good portion of the field. You have to really start to think about certain things like that. We're more so in the regular season. Uh, everyone's kind of in form or has no reason to not be in form. Uh, so that's something to think about there. But typically, I'm not betting as many first round leaders as you are. When I do, how I'm approaching a first round leader situation is I'm basically looking at my simulations that I share on Sportsline. I show percentages in terms of where I make the golfer, right? So I look for where I have edges on some of the longer shots, where I have edges on some of the guys a little bit further down the board. That's where I'm more likely to go back those edges. Uh, those edges, they show up for a full tournament. It's a legitimate number, but it's still very difficult for a golfer to go capture a lot of that win equity. So I like to typically bet them, uh, you know, around that. And then you get into things like weather and tee times, things like that. That's going to matter a lot more at other events uh, than this one in particular. But uh, having said all that, there are a couple guys that I do like uh, at the top. I, I like Colin Morikawa. I like Xander. Uh, a little further down, Cam Davis is someone that, that pops a lot for me. Uh, I will be looking to bet him either live or in a top 20 market uh, over at BetMGM where I think they have a friendly number on him. Uh, but I'm not betting a ton of first-round leaders like you, Arcia. Yeah, that's fair. And for the record, later on in this show, I have a round one matchup for the century, which, again, we have plenty of time to bet. And I have a tournament matchup to give out under the official plays. And by the way, uh, just so you know, Buckets has a soccer play to give out. And that's starting pretty soon, too. We're not going to get to it right this second because we still have time. But Buckets, can you remind us your soccer play that you're going to give out in approximately five to ten minutes? What time does that start today? It'll be starting at 11 a.m. See, it is going to be one of the La Liga matches this afternoon or this morning, I guess, which is weird to say. So dial that up on your sports book right now. Get get your finger to the pulse and get ready to make that bet. The the La Liga is that the La Liga league. I, I'm so uninformed. Is, is that what you call it? it? You'd call it the Spanish La Liga. So it's Spain's top flight of soccer. All right. And before we move to the NBA, I do want to just give offer some explanation for my first round leaders, uh, which I honestly think you could play all in the outright. It sounds like Mike likes a lot of these guys, too. My focus on this course was really approach play and putting or at least the ability to to grab a hot putter. And all of these guys qualify. And frankly, uh, when it comes to course history, uh, particularly Xander Shoffley and Tom Kim uh, look pretty good in that department, too. Cameron Davis, a guy that's certainly up and coming and at 50 to one as a first round leader, just so you know, those are the best odds you're going to grab really anywhere in the market. I checked all the books. You're not getting Cameron Davis any lower or any shorter than 40 to one at, at, at or any longer than 40 to one at any of the other books. So at BetMGM, first round leader, Cameron Davis, 50 to one uh, definitely speaks to me there. All right, let's get to, let's get everybody else involved here. Uh, my apologies. I've, I've had Proppy and, and, and Maestro on the sideline here no longer because we got to get to the NBA before we get to our official picks these are the two marquee matchups in the NBA, and frankly, the only two matchups in the NBA. We've got the Bucks minus nine and a half at the Spurs. It's a 248 and a half point total. This one starts at 740 Eastern Standard Time. Larry, I'm going to kick it to you first. We got the Bucks minus nine and a half here. It's a big spread, but it's the Spurs. Uh, any leans in this one? Yeah, definitely, excuse me, uh, definitely leaning towards the Spurs here because the second night of a back-to-back, -back, traveling for the Bucks, they're glad not to see the Pacers anymore. Four of their ten losses this season have come to Indiana, but the Spurs have actually played pretty well over the last four games. They've covered twice. They've been competitive except when facing the Celtics. I think the Bucks win, but I would only look at the dog here. All right, Proppy, uh, any leans in this one, whether it be the total or the, the favorite? 
Uh, interesting matchup here, as Larry mentioned, is uh, Milwaukee on the second half of a back-to-back, having lost to, to Indianapolis last night, facing the Spurs team. Really not interested in winning basketball games. That being said, San Antonio does have a tremendous amount of talent, starting with uh, the rookie phenom, Victor Wembenyama. Uh, I think this is going to be a high-scoring, up-tempo game. I do wonder uh, if the Bucks run out of gas in the second half a little bit and allow uh, potentially a cover uh, for the Spurs here. For me, it's an efficient line. If I had to choose one way or the other, uh, I think that potentially San Antonio uh, could, could cover late, but still have a lot of confidence in them trying to win basketball games uh, or even the starters playing in the fourth quarter if this is a double-digit lead with you know five, six minutes left. And, and probably would you say that, that might be a reason to avoid props on the Bucks side in this game if you're looking at overs? I mean, is that, is that generally something you factor in when you're talking about taking overs on what, what you know, name the superstar, but even some of the some of the starters who kind of appear to be role players, they, they could be on the bench in the fourth quarter, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, honestly, if we hear uh, close to game time that Giannis doesn't end up suiting up or even potentially Dame ends up resting tonight. But yeah, I would definitely err on the side of caution here uh, both sides of the basketball at least as far as overs are concerned in this matchup but while both these teams are on the court they're both going to be up tempo I, I expect a lot of scoring uh, just yeah we, we know with Greg Popovich he's uh, very likely to rest someone or uh, just not try and win this basketball game frankly they're they're five and 28 I believe and they want to collect as many ping pong balls as possible and Milwaukee wants to get out of here uh, unscathed with a victory obviously uh, let me change gears real quick, Larry. I want to kick it to you because there's an important question in the chat uh, from Sean Levine. I assume that's Avril Levine's brother, girlfriend, underrated song from 20 years back, maybe 25 years ago. Uh, anyway, where's Avril now? I think she's still creating music. But the point is, sorry, I got sidetracked. Sean Levine says, uh, and, and Larry, I'm going to direct it to you. Uh, how come golf picks don't show up on the site under the experts picks? Any knowledge to drop there? Yeah, the pick feed uh, originally was just the six major sports and now starting to expand with NBA props, NFL props. Golf is in the pipeline. We want to be able to have the matchups in the pick feed like you see the picks for every, you know, college basketball, NBA game. But right now, still only available in the analysis section. And Sia, I just wanted to tell you that I am blind tailing your first round leaders because I checked back in the first three months of last year, you were up like 70 units on those. Yeah, it was uh, it was an incredible run. And frankly, the year before I had a stretch of 12 weeks where I had somehow managed to hit the first round leader in six of those 12 weeks. I mean, a record that like will will really never be replicated. I mean, a, a lot of that, uh, let's be real, is is a little bit of luck on my side there, too. But uh, somehow in the beginning of the seasons, uh, like going through March, uh, I just have a read on these kind of random, admittedly uh, gimmicky bets. And I think that's why there's so many people that tweet at me. And by the way, Larry, to your point about, and, and to Sean's point about the um, the pick feed, um, I usually do publish these, uh, a lot of my picks. First of all, they'll be on the early wedge, which is coming back very soon. But usually I have an article that has picks. We got a little bit of a crossover here with football season, but expect in the analysis tab for me to have some of those picks. So while they're not under the expert feed per se, you can still go on the app. You can still click on analysis, click on the articles. They're not there for the century, but I should have some picks up there soon. So you're going to get them on the early edge. You're going to get them on Sportsline, uh, and you're going to get them on the early wedge as well. So don't worry. There's plenty of places to catch all of these picks, not just first round leaders. That's not where we make our money. We really make it in the matchup department, which I'm going to get to in a second. But before we do that we got to get to the second nba marquee matchup the nuggets are minus two and a half at the warriors it's a 230 234 and a half point total this one's at 10 10 eastern standard time Proppy, i'm going to go to you first on this one 
are the Warriors in a position at home to to maybe kind of bounce back up what's been a lackluster season and maybe put something out against a, a, a Nuggets team that should be feared by everybody? I just don't have a lot of confidence in the Warriors at this stage compared to Denver, who admittedly are on cruise control. Despite being on cruise control, they're still 8-10 and 10 over their last 10 games. They've had some injuries, Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon. Uh, but, yeah, Nikola Jokic, even when he's taking one shot in the, in the first half, uh, still is just playing tremendous basketball. Uh, I'm a lot more confident backing these nuggets. The Warriors are still figuring things out, as great as Steph Curry is. Uh, the rest of the team, obviously, we know Draymond being suspended. Clay Thompson is on the decline. They're, they're integrating young players into the rotation. Uh, Wiggins coming off of the bench. There's just a lot of unknowns here. I have a lot more confidence in Denver, who I expect to be up for this game, somewhat rested. I will take the Nuggets here at two and a half. All right. And uh, Jeff Sternberg or Stenberg in here, he says, C is great at making golf picks, but I saw his fantasy golf draft and it was middling. I actually don't even know what you're referring to. That's how many things I'm involved in that. Maybe that was last year with with Pat Mayo. That was not a good draft. I'll, I'll give you that. I don't do fantasy golf drafts. I barely do one and done. I do picks. That's what I do in golf. And that's what I'm, I'm very good at. OK, uh, Larry, in this game, I want the Warriors to be good. I really do. But I, I, I kind of lean with Proppy here on the Nuggets minus two and a half. Where's your lean? I'm going to lean with the Warriors, and the market agrees with me, and this is coming down. It was three. Now we're seeing two and a half. They did lose a couple of tight ones in Denver. The focus is going to be on Jokic and how much does he get to the line because Steve Kerr complained about it last time, 18 trips to the foul line. He said it was disgusting basketball to watch. Jokic has made 30 straight free throws, so that's just something I'm going to keep my eye on tonight, but I lean the other way. (laughs) I see Bucket smiling in response to uh, somebody in the chat. So I think that's I think that's great. All right. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I think this game is going to be interesting. Maybe maybe there's a live bet opportunity in this one. If, if we see uh, maybe the, the Warriors. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I just want to point out an interesting scheduling thing for the Warriors here. They played on Christmas Day on the road, but they've been back in the area at home since the 26th. This is a stretch of seven home games in a row for them. Their next road game isn't until January 12th. Uh, So they will have been at home, sleeping at home for two full weeks. Could be exactly what that team needed. Um, Big win they just picked up over Orlando where they had a nice rest advantage going into that. So it is the front end of a back-to-back for both of these teams, by the way. They both do play tomorrow night. Very interesting. And I was going to say, maybe if Golden State goes down uh, early big, maybe it's a good time to take Golden State at at a much much better number because we know Denver can, can get after you early. All right. Uh, let's get to finally let's get to our official picks but before we do that where do you make all of these bets our official bets that are coming up in the nba marquee matchups or the first round leaders where the market is really ripe at betmgm specifically for some of these golf bets betmgm has all the action for every sports fan new betmgm customers can sign up today and get a first bet offer up to fifteen hundred dollars if your first bet loses you'll receive up to fifteen hundred dollars in bonus bets with bonus code edge fifteen hundred that's edge fifteen hundred All right, we got to finally get to that La Liga match that Buckets has been talking about. But before we do that, one quick message from our partners. 
It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Deucible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must Listen, download, and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. By the way, I've been so busy hogging the mic. I didn't even realize Mackenzie Brooks is in the chat uh, talking inside the line. So first of all, ask her any question you want because she'll be able to answer it. But don't forget, Inside the Lines is on this channel as well. She says, good morning, guys. Inside the Lines will be breaking down the college football championship with the model today. Bring your questions. Let's get some early value. Great advice. Make sure you are there for Inside the Lines later today. All right, Buckets. We got a game that's starting oh so soon. Talk to us about it. All right. I wasn't ready for that. Give me a second to recover now. Well, oh, see, so yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous to talk about this Osasuna versus Almeria match because generally in La Liga, I don't like betting on any team that doesn't rhyme with Barona. But we're going to see if we can find some value here because I found a line that's frankly too good to ignore, even with a little bit of juice. I'm going with Osasuna over one and a half team total at minus 130. And this is not giving credit to Osasuna. It's just a reminder to everyone about how bad Almeria is right now. Almeria does not deserve to be in La Liga. This is a team that 18 matches into the season has five points, has scored 19 goals, impressively enough, but has conceded a whopping 42 goals already 18 matches into their season. Almeria is also in a spot with relegation looming over them to where they can no longer play for draws. It doesn't do them any benefit to play for that nil-nil that we hate so much in the sport. They have to attack, which is just tough for them because Almeria has the worst counterattacking defense in the league. And Osasuna's only bright spot this season is how good their counterattack has been. This game could definitely see both teams to score. I do think it sees over two and a half goals, but there's no bet I love more than Osasuna over one and a half team total on this one. All right. Well, there you have it. This one starts in just... 41 minutes, so you're going to want to get that bet in, and we'll have – this is so interesting because this actually goes really well into my golf bets. One for round one, one for the entire tournament. That's a 72-hole matchup. But we're going to have bets hopefully cashing throughout the morning. We've got buckets bets, of course, that starts at 11. We've got golf that starts at 1230, so you can monitor those first-round leaders. But I also have a round one uh, matchup that I'm going to offer first. We're going to have round one. We're going with Sepp Straka, minus 115 over Denny McCarthy. This isn't as much a fade on Denny McCarthy, although I think you can make an argument to fade him. He's a great putter. Everything else can be checkered with him. I just really like Sepp Straka's game. When I told you why I was picking certain first-round leaders, I'll tell you, Sepp Straka was kind of on that list. The problem was, at most markets, he was all the way down to 35-1. to And honestly, I just didn't like those odds. I thought his first-round leader market would be closer to 50-1, to so I just laid off. But Sepp Straka is the type of golfer I want here. He's not a big name. He's not a brand name. He's not as big as Denny McCarthy from that name recognition standpoint. But he's dialed in on approach, and he can get really hot with the putter. And when that happens, he can not only be your first-round leader, but he can certainly beat some of the top names. Denny McCarthy, not a top name. I think in round one, the way Sepp Straka played the fall, swing this entire year and his ability to get hot on a course like this absolutely love Sepp Straka over Denny McCarthy for round one my tournament play I'm going to Tom Kim I like Tom Kim in the first round leader market I like him kind of as an outright he was fifth here last year which is pretty good because I think it was his first time playing actually I know it was his first time playing at the century I have him over Cam Young 
Cam Young, I'm not exactly sure where his game is. He just got rid of Paul Tesori, his, his caddy, and his game last year was really up and down. And frankly, the advantage that Cam Young has over Tom Kim is off the tee. Well, there really is no advantage on this course off the tee because a lot of the balls, no matter how far you hit it, they end up in the same general collection area because we've got some downhill slope and undulation off the tee. So Cam Young doesn't have that advantage off the tee. Tom Kim has the advantage on approach, in my opinion, and with the putter. He can get nuclear hot with the putter. So give me Tom Kim over Cam Young. And I'll tell you, in some books, you, you, you'll see Tom Kim as at plus money over Ludwig Aberg or Ober, as people like to say. Ober is the new hot name, but I don't mind Tom Kim against a stalwart like that either. So really like Tom Kim in this tournament. I'm definitely pushing some of my chips in on him. Those are my two plays. Again, this second one is a tournament 72-hole matchup. The first one with Sepp Straka was just round one. All right. I gave you some golf. We've got a lot to go over still. We've got NBA. We've got more golf from Mike McClure. And we've got Larry's pick, which includes some NFL. But before we get there, let's hear a message from our partners. All right. We are back. We've got so many of our regulars in the chat. Ben Horner dropping knowledge as usual. Uh, and I think I caught something about Ben being a little under the weather. So everybody, if you could, because Ben is extremely diligent every single day. I mean, I think it's truly every single day. He's in this chat. He's dropping picks. He's been on this show before. You've seen him on this show before. Can everybody just type in get well, Ben, or feel better, Ben? One of those two. Uh, let's give him some some support because uh, he's very valuable to this show. He's very valuable to you, and we want him to get better regardless of whether he's dropping picks in the chat or not. So get better, Ben. Thanks for being in here every single day. Really appreciate you. And that goes for everybody. I see you, Eric David, and uh, Wesley and Bill, uh, CID, John Parker, you guys are great. Thank you for always being in here. And I, obviously, I just missed about 500 names, but I, I can't name everybody. I got to go to Prop Stars because we talked about this Spurs game. Well, it just so happens, Proppy, you've got a pick in this Spurs game. So the floor, my friend, is yours. I do see a, and a little rookie named Victor Wembanyama might be hosting a block party tonight in San Antonio. Uh, if you've been following me in my NBA picks this season, you would know this has been my favorite bet. I've gone to the well over and over again, and it's been an extremely profitable angle for me. That's Wembanyama to go over three and a half combined blocks and steals, a.k.a. stocks. Uh, love this matchup for Wembanyama against Milwaukee. Both of these teams rank in the top five in pace of play. Extra possessions lead to extra opportunities. Wembanyama being seven foot five with an eight foot wingspan with elite instincts and timing and lateral quickness. He is a shot-blocking machine. I believe one day, maybe in the not-so-distant future, in his sophomore season, we could see Wemby averaging five blocks per game, two steals. He is unreal. He has the, the best defensive attributes and instincts I've ever seen in a player in NBA history. Uh, we're getting a taste of that already this year as he averages over three blocks per game and a steal and makes it look honestly effortless playing about 25 minutes per game. But this is just a fantastic matchup, as I mentioned, being an up-tempo game for Wemby. And if this game is competitive, he's going to play around 30, 32 minutes tonight as well. Either way, he's capable of racking this up in steals alone. He's capable of racking this up in blocks alone. And he's capable of racking this up in one rotation. He is that good uh, on the defensive end. So, yeah, give me Wembenyana over three and a half blocks and steals at plus money. This is just an automatic bet for me, regardless of the matchup. And this happens to be a very good one on paper. 
Absolutely love it. Uh, I'll be dialed into that game. It's easy to watch when you only got two NBA games going on. And it's really cool because I'll be watching that. Well, let's see. That game is that's the first of the two games. So that'll be going on while we'll still have primetime golf. Uh, by the way, Bradley, I know you were having trouble uh, finding the, the Tom Kim. Uh, I think it was the round one. Uh, matchup. I think that's over on DK, just so you know. Unfortunately, these books, specifically with golf, they sort of have different round one uh, matchup selections. Sometimes they're the same. Sometimes they're universal. Sometimes they're different. Uh, That's where you can find that one. For those of you that asked me about Straka versus Russell Henley and Cameron Davis, I actually would stay away from those two because I think those two, especially in a a round one matchup, uh, could get really hot. I actually like both of them in this tournament, so I don't think I'd be targeting them uh, in a matchup, whether I like Sepp Straka or not. Speaking of golf, Mike McClure, you have a tournament matchup that you want to give to everybody. So now the floor is yours. I'm on mute like buckets. Sorry, my bad. Uh, no, I I like Colin Morikawa a lot this week. I think a lot of people like him. It makes a lot of sense why we would. Uh, but look, I think this is a good matchup for him against Max Homa. So I laid the minus 120 here. This is a full tournament matchup. I would play it in round one if you could find it in round one. It does not exist at this current moment. Uh, So I am playing it for the full tournament, though. When we look at Morikawa, we know that this is a track that he has loved to play at, frankly. He's been very, very good here. He probably should have won this event last year. He really crumbled down the stretch in terms of the the putting and was able to allow John Rahm to win that. But he fits every single metric here. You talked about some of the approach shots. That's what I'm looking at with Colin Morikawa here. The other thing I think we should talk about is his current form. He's actually been playing quite a bit of golf and he's had a ton of success uh, at several events that, again, had some pretty decent fields. When you look at the Hero World Challenge, he won the Zozo Championship. Uh, He's in great form right now. So I think this is a good time to continue to buy on him where we know he's played well before. Uh, The thing that's interesting here, though, he is putting a new driver in play for this event. Uh, He obviously has been working with it, feels comfortable about it. I've been reading a lot about it. He wanted to put it in play here uh, because of the way the wind conditions can change. We're not expecting tons of wind, uh, but things can change uh, this close to sea level like this. So he likes the way he's able to spin the ball, but he likes the way he's able to control the height in certain situations. That's why he chose this week to put this driver in play. I think it's going to be a very good week for him, certainly live to win the event. Uh, But I don't think this is the best fit in the world for Max Homa. I think he's a good, not great golfer. And I think he's going to get drowned out by some of the elite competition here, mostly being Colin Morikawa. So I'll lay the minus 120 here. You know what, Mike? I was looking at this yesterday and Part of me almost thought it was a trap. Listen, I understand Max Homa's is a good golfer, but this sets up so well. For, and I'm not saying it is a trap, but it sets up so well for Colin Morikawa that, like, would you agree with me? You would have made the price on this like minus 135 minimum. Yeah, it's like minus 143, actually, uh, when I when I run the number on it. So, yeah, the thing about Max Homa in, you know, look, I, he is a fantastic golfer. He competes in a lot of great events. This just doesn't profile as one for me. But what he has done over the last two years, he's been insanely active on social media, and that has definitely had an impact on his perception. He is a household name now, uh, yeah. but it's not really mapped to the the on-course mapping to how relevant he's become in the world of social media. So I think that it, it's one of those situations where it's actually getting shaded four or five cents uh, at sportsbooks in, in these kind of situations. Real quick, Mike, I think this is an important point, especially as it pertains to BetMGM, and we're going to get to Larry's picks in just a second. He's got a college basketball pick and an NFL prop. 
But BetMGM specifically, can you explain why it might be for those that are betting in, let's say, the top five, top 10 or top 20 market? Can you explain why BetMGM actually has a distinct advantage in terms of taking those bets versus maybe some other sports book? Yeah, so it'd be frustrating for people out there. You go bet someone, uh, you fall in sports, like I give you a top 20 pick and they finish T20 and you wonder why your winnings are cut down or cut in half in some instances. Uh, that is called dead heat scoring. It, BetMGM does not use that. BetMGM for their finishing position markets will actually pay in full. So that is sometimes why you will see slightly different numbers uh, on those top five, top 10, top 20 markets, but they will pay in full. So say you want to back someone like Cam Davis. So I know Sia likes as a first round leader. I like him in a top 20 market this week. Uh, pretty good price point over there. If he were to finish in a tie for 20th, which happens very, very, very frequently on the PGA Tour, uh, they will pay in full over there. So that is something that BetMGM does that Pretty. I don't. Not sure of another sports book that uh, is widely used that actually pays in full. Most everyone else is applying dead heat rules. Absolutely. And by the way, for those of you that can't find the Sepstrock one, I mean it's it's pretty easy. You gotta kind of get get to get used to betting on golf. But but you click on matchups, you click on round matchups, and it's literally right there. Starts at 1:33 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So again, not tournament matchups, not group matchups, not round three balls, round matchups. Round one, round matchups. All right, check that out. All right, Larry, sorry, I've kept you quiet too long. I, I love that you have diversified the portfolio here because we've got college basketball tonight in the Big Ten, and then we've got an NFL prop that you're already rolling out. And I'll tell you this, I'll tell everybody this, um, I've got an NFL side that I'm going to put on Sportsline uh, today, sometime this afternoon that I really like, and it involves one of the Saturday games. Uh, and Larry, you have a prop in one of those Saturday games, but let's get to your college basketball first. Yeah, tonight, Minnesota goes to Michigan. Michigan just lost at home to McNeese. They are having a lot of trouble defending right now. T tons of offensive talent. It does look like a nice bounce-back spot. But you look at this Minnesota roster, they have two transfers in the backcourt, veteran guards. This is the same kind of team that won in Michigan a few years ago. You have the nation's assist leader in Elijah Hawkins. You have Mike Mitchell, who is drilling it from deep 42%. And their leading scorer, Garcia, came back a couple games ago from his ankle injury. I just think this is going to be a tight game. I think both teams are going to score a lot. I think it's going to be a great game, something like, you know, 81-78. But I'll take the points with Minnesota. And then Saturday, you got to love Mike Tomlin. They asked him, why are you going for it on fourth and five against the Seahawks instead of punting? And he said, scared money, don't make money. And that is the attitude right now with Mason Rudolph. I think this guy got written off too soon, Mason Rudolph. He had injuries. I'm not saying he's a starting quarterback at this level, but his downfield accuracy has just been a total blessing for George Pickens. Look at this number, 52 and a half receiving yards, and consider in the last two games, with Mason Rudolph, he's had an 86-yard catch, a 66-yard catch, a 44-yard catch, a 37-yard catch, and a 34-yard catch. He has 326 receiving yards facing a Raven secondary that likely will not play Kyle Hamilton, Marlon Humphrey, Brandon Stevens. I believe all those guys are going to sit. They're all on the injury report and their starters. There's no reason to play them. I think the Steelers stay aggressive and George Pickens goes over. I absolutely love this pick. Uh, and I, Larry, I know somebody uh, three short weeks ago that was touting Mason Rudolph as actually a more legitimate quarterback. I think he was the only one in the industry saying this uh, on shows like this uh, as a legitimate starter, at least a, a replacement that actually could shine uh, the name of that person, Larry. Who was it? It was me. All right. Was oh, yeah. It was me.
Oh, yeah. I was the one touting Mason Rudolph. So good luck to him. I think I agree with you. Listen, it 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 helps being buried on the sideline with an iPad studying defenses and being able to identify what's going on pre-snap before you get onto the field. That's a message to Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers. Not every quarterback that you draft right away needs to be in the game. Okay, I'm done with my editorial. At this point, we got to look at the recap screen. Let's look at all the picks we have. Again, we're trying to bounce back from yesterday, and we're going to start Ososuna. Team total over one and a half. This one starts in 27 minutes, minus 130. I've got a tournament matchup. Again, this is the full 72 holes, the full four rounds. Tom Kim over Cam Young. And I've got a round one matchup that starts around 130 today, Eastern Standard Time. Sepp Straka over Denny McCarthy. Mike McClure. Tournament matchup, Colin Morikawa over Max Homa. I absolutely love that one, and I'm absolutely tailing it. Prop stars, Victor Webanyama over three and a half steals and blocks at a plus number and the maestro. Minnesota plus six and a half, and we've got a prop. George Pickens over 52 and a half receiving yards. This is going to be a day full of sports. Hopefully full of cashing tickets. Hopefully we've made your day full. Stay positive. Stay smiling. Let's cash some tickets. On behalf of Jake the Snake, Mike McClure, Prop Stars, The Maestro, and Buckets, this is the Early Edge. I am the counselor of cash, and we rest our case. 